1 to 3 p.m. weekdays. Chriselda on SAFM. In case you just joined us, welcome to it. This is Lifetime Live with Chris Alda Dudumash. And uh, with me in studio right now is Professor Moshen Gondo, who is a policy analyst and a member of uh, Freedom Park Council and uh, Council um, of the University of South Africa. And joining us as an educator, as a citizen of this um, earth, and, uh, uh, you know, as a concerned citizen as well, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Professor Gondo, hello and welcome. Good well, afternoon. Thanks. Well, thanks very much for inviting me and thanks to your audience. I mean, this is uh, stuff that is Googleable. It's out there. Mm-hmm. We, Whenever there's a funeral service, whenever there's a memorial service, uh, you find people using that opportunity to talk about challenges within their mm-hmm. parties. Yeah. What is at the core center of this? I think because uh, death, you know, uh, sharpens our understanding of the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. It sharpens the importance of making sure that everything you do in life has resonance, has more than personal value. So when we mourn the death, we really want to assess the extent to which they have influenced uh, our life publicly, the, the, the extent to which we can learn from them to benefit the present. I think this is something that uh, that as as you, know, as you as we bid farewell to our heroes, mm-hmm. we use that as a strategic moment to say, apart from remembering their greatness, yeah. how can we make sure that the present and the future benefit from them? How would you define mm-hmm. a eulogy, a remembrance speech? I think a, 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 a eulogy. Firstly, is recognition mm. of the legacy of a beloved one. I think that is a eulogy. It's a, it's a, it's a song of praise. But at the same time, it's one way of recovering from tragic loss. Mm-hmm. We, we use this to say, how can we find meaning in the loss mm-hmm. to recover from it? Where can we find you know, sources of recovery and consolation? At the same time, how can we make use of the loss to benefit the present, particularly new, particularly new generations? Mm-hmm. We usually use that to say, if we who are older might have known, say, Winnie Mandela for years, as I've done for yeah. the last 50 years. But we must make sure that our children or grandchildren know as much about her so that they can benefit from her. That is part of the, 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 the meaning of eulogy, is to, is, is, to, is to translate the past into the present, the future. And you and must have known the individual or of the individual yes. to be able to do this. Yes. I think we must say, for instance, I first ran into Mama Winnie in the early 60s. I was a young fellow in Soweto. Mm-hmm. And um, she was crossing... F- you know, Fox Street. She had an office as well, worker your own Fox Street. It was lunchtime. I was with a couple of friends of mine, and she crossed the street lunchtime. And there was a traffic jam, the yeah. squeaking of cars. You would expect that. That, that. that was so, so overpowering a presence. Her beauty was so overpowering. That black, white, Indian, Chinese stood to gaze at her as she hopped uh, uh, across the street. That's how I was. But I, the, in time, 
I came to appreciate much more than just a beauty, the beauty mm -hmm. of a spirit, of a courage and a, and a commitment. Mm -hmm. Years later, in the 80s, she, you know, she, you know, she grew in furrowed lips, I mean furrowed cheeks, I should say. Mm -hmm. But then in between, she did such great things. One, she made us appreciate that there's more meaning in life than a category. You may be white, you may be black, you may be Zulu, you may be Kosa, you may be Venda, whatever. What matters is not your category, your ethnic category. Mm -hmm. What matters is your humanity, whether you're able to, to feel pain. She had this extraordinary capacity to feel intuitively the pain of, even of the most ordinary people. To, and to me, these were the greatest legacies. So, so when a, a, a person like that, um, Professor, um, passes, is it justifiable for people to then use that platform um, to almost seek justice for the one who has fallen and believe that they did not get uh, the recognition they deserved whilst they lived? Yeah, I think it's a complicated eulogies or the inventions of farewell, how we beat farewell, it's a very tricky moment for most of us. Mm -hmm. Firstly, our ego is to try to identify with her yeah. as an extension of our own ego, as a way of identifying with her greatness. We want to find in the loved one a justification of our own lives. So I think that is what. But at the same time, it's also tempting to want to 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 nitpick, mm. you know, little flaws here, what we believe you know, is important, imperfections and stuff mm. like that. But you know, I say, and, I, and I've known Winnie for over fifty years. I've said, you know, that you know, um, she came across in the early sixties and now she came across as human. <coughs> she came across as vulnerable. And of course, she came across as mortal. And it's because of these things, the way we identify with her strengths and her weaknesses, that we can recognize ourselves in her. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, there will be no genuine solidarity between ourselves and women. It's because she was so human. Mm -hmm. Greater than most of us, but still human. Mm -hmm. Greater than most of us, but still very vulnerable. Greater than, but of course, like all of us, is mortal. That is what makes her so close, so immediate, so and people, so human, yes. People, Professor, have caused harm in the name of um, recognizing the contribution of the one who has fallen. Yeah. And I know of, uh, you know, fights that broke out, um, mm. talking about how Chris Honey fell, um, talking about Steve Biko, and now we're talking Mamuini, we have Abotatuzola Square, and the list goes on and on. Mm. That as we then recognize the contribution of the individuals, how do we ensure that in... in uh, celebrating those individuals through our eulogy that we don't take away from the um, uh, achievements of having known that individual, that we celebrate them in dignity. Yeah, I think that is from That's why, you know, we have in our culture rituals of mourning. Mm. We have ceremonies of mourning. We have festivals. Our culture has a rich treasure trove of how to mourn and how to celebrate and how to console each other. We know that. Mm. But we are human, like Winnie was. At times we falter and become very petty in moments of great pain. 
we become very, 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 you know, cheap, really. Mm-hmm. And we become, we become almost so vengeful. And, uh, and one is not easy to, 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 to understand the sources of pettiness. The human ego is very strange. But I know what, you know, uh, it would be very, very difficult to work with somebody in struggle who made no mistakes. Indeed. Even in real life, it's extremely, almost intolerable to imagine working with somebody who never made a mistake. I think this is something that so she, in fact, her inner strength, I said, over time, proved to be indifferent to her limitations, to her mistakes. She was much larger. There was something in her so deep and so strong that she transcended her own, her own weakness and her, and her own mistakes. And I think this is what we must carry to the future. This is what we must celebrate. This is what we must remember, reassemble the fragments of her life. This is what we must do. And that is important. But pettiness is something that we cannot, we cannot avoid. 1 to 3 p.m. weekdays. Chriselda on SAFM. Yeah, that's us having a conversation right now. Uh, why is it that uh, we use memorial services and funeral uh, to get, to, you know, to a point? It sounds like scoring uh, cheap political points. And is it justifiable given uh, the political cloud, given the, politi- the political space in which we find ourselves? And joining me in studio is Professor Moshe Gondo, who's a policy analyst and member of Freedom Park Council and Council of the University of South Africa. Let's take your calls. We start with uh, Soli in Leondale. Hello, Soli. Good afternoon. I'm a sister. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, sir. Uh, I, I think for me, especially if uh, it is the politician uh, who has uh, passed on, it is a good thing that some of the things they get highlighted uh, during the, what you call the week of mourning or, 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 or so, because of uh, some of these people who have got voice, they don't get uh, uh, heeded upon whenever they raise these things uh, within their political organizations, whenever they raise them publicly, then they get reprimanded and be told that if you want to raise a particular issue, you must raise it uh, uh, within the party structures. Mm -hmm. So I think Mm -hmm. it is a a good thing because of that person who could have maybe passed on is a politician. So it's supposed to happen that way. I I don't have a problem if it happens. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Soli. Uh, Prof, in your assessment, is the environment friendly for people to then raise issues uh, when they are dissatisfied with the current uh, political state? I think, you know, uh, there's a thing called sincerity. Mm-hmm. If somebody feels aggrieved and feels this is the moment to vent out one's pain, I have no problem with it. But I think the the fundamental issue with mourning, particularly mourning an icon, like Chris Hani, like uh, Squeyia, like whoever, mm-hmm. all of them, the important thing is, particularly for the present and the future, how can we benefit from their life? Uh-huh. How can our kids and our grandkids and the future benefit? It's how we use memory. Is, what, is how we use the memory of icons. Mm-hmm. Just a ritual of mourning is not enough. 
a festival of memorialization not enough what is what is important how do you turn loss how to turn death into 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 some kind of public value mm. for the that i think is the thrust particularly in african elegies in african eulogies where there is a, there is no break between life and death mm. where life is said to extend beyond death she she she's now part of our ancestors mm-hmm. and she lives within our traditions within our customs in africa because of the, of 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 that continuity it's important to emphasize the presence of the past uh-huh. but in such a way that the presence the present becomes better better than the past and the person who has uh, you know left us lives in our hopes lives in our plans our policies our laws mm. that's how you know we should use you know square we should use uh, nene we should use uh, roni you know, we all the great ones mm. how do we make use of whatever they did in whatever to benefit to make sure that the actual lives of people improve by virtue of that memory Mm-hmm. I think that's what is important. And the importance of of having this memory being institutionalized as well um because you know I had a conversation with Mamwini mm-hmm. just before her passing and her concern was um you have your Ruth Mampatis of this world uh, and and stories that are written are not reflective of the persons that they were. Yeah. And and whose whose responsibility is it to tell the story? I think the story can be told at various levels. Just now as you know our government has come up with a brilliant program of how to rename geographical places after our after our icons. That itself is a form of public education of of form a form of commu- of communicating to the young what the the best that has been done and thought and felt in the history of this country mm, mm. these icons the the, the, the winnie mandelas the mandelas the steve bickles the stormer clunks all of them they constitute a kind of curriculum of sorts where we can find lessons about how to live and how to overcome the struggle is not over yet mm, mm. the demise of apartheid is just one of the many moments that we still have to go through. So every moment has its own message. But there are continuities here. What constitutes value? Yeah. And this is what it means. And this is what it means for in Africa one in other cult in in other cultures, you know, death is a termination, it's an end point. You can talk about the past in Africa death is not death is just one of the many faces it's moving to the yes, next level moving to the next level and, and that, yeah. one of the unfortunate realities is we fast moving away from how african people uh, observe death yeah i think that also one must also put that in context africa before the imperial invasion was different we 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 didn't have to deal with violent external mm-hmm. forces that did not appreciate our traditions mm-hmm. that in fact sought to destroy our traditions and that's what 
But just now we have to deal with the fact that Africa is now part, is now part of so many conflicting forces. Yeah. The West, the East, the whatever you. What we must do is to distill that which is still very significant in our cultures. And I but, guess... But, but in such a way, interact with other systems yeah. in a creative manner. And that's where we're going to leave it, uh, Prof. Okay. Uh, we need to instill in, indeed what is important to us and our people. Okay. And we continue teaching. And thank you for helping us to continue just teaching and uh, having a woken um, South African, African people. Well, thanks very much. Thank you very much. Uh, right. That's uh, Professor Moshe Ngondo, who's a policy analyst and member of the Freedom Park Council and Council of uh, University of South Africa and a scholar of note, might I add.